it's Madeline, and you're listening to Embrace the Madness, a podcast where we make being human feel a whole lot easier than it actually is. Because, yeah, let's face it, being a human is hard and yucky sometimes. And if you are still standing after this year, then you know what I'm talking about. So if you are a regular listener, thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're a brand new listener, I hope you really enjoy it. And I hope you find something out of it. So let's see. I've been a little in and out. I think I think I'm going through burnout part two. I have just, I think there's a lot of transition happening in my life too right now. So getting on the creative train has been kind of challenging. I'm almost 100% moved. And so getting in a new space and stuff is like hard and rearranging things and readjusting to new is difficult. I am constantly grateful that I'm even able to do this, especially in a pandemic. I think all of our finances are like looking back at us like, what's going on? So I'm just very grateful that this was able to happen. And But finding my creativeness has definitely been challenging. And I have to remind myself, like, it was easy to say, oh, it's okay. We're in a pandemic like seven, eight months ago. But for some reason, even though we're like still knee deep, I'm, that compassion is kind of gone. And so it's really interesting to me why. And I guess like society is kind of trying to create this illusion that everything's back to normal and it's not really. And so I think it's kind of like a situation of cognitive dissonance where your brain's trying to rationalize two completely different things. So it's definitely been an adventure. I've definitely been in a situation lately like, like getting into shame spirals. And I think shame is like a big, probably my big emotion that I've been dealing with this year. And yeah, it just keeps finding new ways to come up. But I'm trying to be aware that it's just just an emotion and it doesn't mean anything about me. And I can continue to be hard on myself because I don't record a podcast or I don't have to be. So I'm trying to choose the latter and really trying to give myself compassion like I would a close friend. If you listen to my Tales from Friendsgiving episode, I think it was last week. It was really good. I forgot we didn't talk about. It was like another conversation that I didn't record, but we were talking about how you build this friendship and this relationship with your higher self and almost in a sense where it's kind of detached from who you are. And I think that's something that I struggle with because in my brain, I'm like, oh, well, I could care less if future Madeline has this or X, Y, Z. But then if you reframe it, like it's a different person 
like I called my higher self Margaret or my future self Margaret. I don't know why I like that name, but it sounds fancy. And I don't know. I'm still trying to be like, oh yeah, well, this is for Margaret. You're working really hard for Margaret, not Madeline. It's okay. She's different. (laughs) So I don't really remember how I got off on that tangent, but today I wanted to talk about with Thanksgiving being this Thursday and gratitude is usually this idea that randomly just pops up in November. I wanted to kind of dive deeper because I think for a lot of us, looking at the bright side of 2020 has been really challenging. And I think it's easy for us to say, well, how am I supposed to be grateful when I lost everything? And i that's a fair point. And I still ask myself that sometimes. And I think this year's brought a lot of hardships. And I only know what people say on the internet and I only know my experience. But if I mirrored my experience out into the world, like this year's been rough it's really hard to find gratitude when you have lost your job, when you have lost a family member, when you experience something really traumatic, and when you don't know if you're going to be able to keep your utilities going, if you don't know if you're going to be able to afford gas. Like These are some real problems that we are struggling with, at least in America. I'm sure around the world, everybody's dealing with stuff, but when you are essentially abandoned by your government, like how, how the heck do you find gratitude in not having a job or like I've been unemployed since March and I think it was a little bit different. I think it was kind of like a willing. It was like I didn't didn't want to lose a job. I don't think I ever had that intention. And if it weren't for the pandemic, I think I'd still be working. But it definitely opened up a lot of space for me to think about my life and think about what I want. And so... I try to remember that even though my financial security kind of went up in the air and job security disappeared, that at least there's some things that came out of it that were good. And I think that I try to look at life with that mindset and almost probably to my detriment too because... I'll be like, almost like, I guess, a toxic positivity. Like, oh, these negative things don't matter because we've got all these positive things. And I think I've definitely learned how to manage that. But more often, I'm looking for the things to be grateful for. But sometimes it's just, it's just hard. So if you're here listening... I think that's something to be grateful for too. But I wanted to share, I guess, some tips that I've been using to 
keep this lens of gratitude and thankfulness throughout this whole, you know, like storm of a year. And I think that when we use this mindset or this lens, then it will attract more good things. And I think that that's kind of been my saving grace this year is just reframing things as no longer why did this happen to me, but what is happening for me and looking at things, even though they're completely perceived as horrible and terrible and why the heck did this have to happen? But trying to find some sort of lesson out of it. And I'm not exactly sure if I know the answer. (laughs) I'm just, whenever my brain starts going the other way, I I just try to like wrangle it back in and meditate on what this could be teaching me and what I can learn from this and what I have to be thankful for, even though I'm surrounded by the yuck. So I can't believe that it's already November. Today's November 3rd, 23rd, 33rd. It's just like flown by, but we got one more month. I think we can do this, y'all. So... Yes, how to be grateful during a pandemic. So I've wrote wrote a couple of tips that I think have been helpful for me and I hope maybe helpful for you. And I think that even though it doesn't seem like we have a lot to be grateful for, each little thing counts. And I think this is our saving grace to keeping our sanity, keeping our hearts warm and full of love and all that jazz. So number one is back to the basics. And this is kind of like these fundamental things. I'm grateful to be alive today. I'm grateful to be breathing today. I'm grateful to have a house today. I'm grateful to have a car. These are just these things that we brush past and we take for granted a lot. And I think that when you look at the majority of the world, there's so many people who don't have those things guaranteed. And I think definitely being grateful for existing is probably the easiest and maybe most taken for granted one. But it's like, at least, at least you're alive. I know like it sounds stupid or it sounds weird, But, like, you can have the literal worst thing happen to you. And I remember listening to a podcast and they had witnessed this shooting and they thought that they were going to die. And the guy was just talking about how he was just so grateful that they were alive and so grateful that it didn't turn out where they had gotten killed. And it seems a little bit extreme, but being grateful that things are the way they are and not some other way. And that's really been helpful because I've had some situations this year where 
things could have gone completely different. And even though I'm perceiving this experience to be completely horrible, at least something worse didn't happen. Dude, we have internet. We have ability to listen to podcasts. That's something to be grateful for. When you are feeling overwhelmed and like there's nothing you can do and you're just in a yuck spiral, think about all of these seemingly trivial things, but they're actually really important. I'm grateful that I have lungs to breathe. I'm grateful that I live in a city with somewhat clean air. I'm grateful to have clean running water. I'm grateful to have clothes to keep me warm. Thinking about these things gets us in that mindset of gratitude so that we can attract more good things. Okay, number two, look at your challenges as transformative. And I hope this doesn't come off sounding privileged. And I recognize that my challenges might be different from other people's challenges, but I think on a human level, when we can look at things from a transformative lens, we're on a better foot to grow and thrive and succeed, even if we don't have the best circumstances. So I've talked about this a lot, reframing your mindset. For instance, I'm sure a lot of us lost our job from the pandemic. A lot of us got furloughed. La la la. Well, that right off the bat is like thinking about how you lost your job. Well, just the word loss is like insinuating that something's missing. There's lack. And so, yeah, it seems terrible. But something that I've been trying to keep in mind is like, and if you listen to the letting go of what doesn't serve you episode, I talked about how when you lose things, it's not necessarily fun, but you begin to create space for new, better things, things that are meant for you. And so I've been trying to reframe these challenges as transformative. And it's kind of one of those things like, at least it didn't happen worse. And like, how is this helping me grow? Is this horrible traumatic experience giving me strength? Is it giving me a newfound need for security? Am I learning about myself? Am I learning about how I react to things? And kind of looking at your challenges from that lens. It's kind of like this thing, if you weren't uncomfortable, then you wouldn't move or you wouldn't grow. And... I think that really helps, again, looking at things like why are they happening or what's happening for me rather than why is this happening to me? I think, yeah. Number three is take time to take care of yourself. And this self-care inherently will, I think, add to like your feelings of abundance and gratitude. And when we can take care of ourselves, we are able to help take care of other people. And so when I mean, when I say take care of yourself, get rest, don't stay up all the time. And if you do, just make sure you get enough sleep. I totally know that lifestyle, but 
make sure you get enough rest because your body needs rest to regenerate, revitalize, rejuvenate, all those rewords, and accumulate more energy and strength so that we can finish out 2020 strong. Getting outside really helps. I know it's getting uh, chilly, but we have this beautiful luxury of experiencing nature and feeling the sun, the sun shining right now. And it's so pretty and I just want to go out there, but really just being out in nature reminds us of, of our true nature and it just, it just gives you some good vibes, man. I think journaling is really helpful to kind of get your cloudy brain at least into some sort of not cloudiness and figuring out a way to handle these really complex emotions, getting them down on paper helps, just figuring out a way to get them out of your brain so they're not causing havoc and making your life really challenging and hard. Treat yourself is another care. And sometimes even though you don't really eat ice cream because you are trying to watch your calories and your intake, go get your ice cream. I think there's some little glimpses of joy that come when we eat a candy bar or eat ice cream or buy ourselves some flowers or something, pick ourselves some flowers, something like giving that gratitude back to yourself and back to your soul and your spirit and your body really helps. And it's kind of like creating this friendship of, hey, we got this, we're in this together. And thank you for doing all these things for me. And the last tip that I have to share is remember the good things that have happened. And I think this year has been a big, big, big lesson of duality because I've experienced both really, really, really cool moments full of love and abundance and so many good things has happened this year, but also so many horrible, unimaginable, unimaginable things have happened to me. And I sometimes still find it hard to believe that they can both coexist in the same world because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that you can have literally like the worst thing happen to you and then also the best thing. Sometimes even in the same day. Like <laughs> I don't really understand that. But I think it's important through this duality to remember that both exist and because horrible things exist, also so do good things. And I found my life to be more helpful when I focus on these good things and when I can focus on being full of joy and happy because those are the emotions that are eliciting the most good. And when we can try to be constantly in those states of emotion, then I think we attract more of that. And it's kind of like not giving your power to the yuck. Like, yeah, I know this year's been terrible, but I'm still strong and I'm still doing the dang thing. And that's what I'm trying to be, I think, with my onset of 
extremely intense anxiety. It's been a little bit hard and I have more often than not forgotten my strength and my power, but I think it's also kind of like a big F you, like you don't rule this, I rule this, I rule my brain and I control how I feel and I'm not going to feel terrible. I'm going to feel good and I'm not going to let this one year out of my life completely jade me, you know? And I think that kind of like I mentioned earlier, you wouldn't grow if you didn't move. And so thinking about all those cool things that we've learned, the skills, all these things, a lot has, a lot of good has happened and a lot of good things have happened. And don't let 2020 take over your life because it was just a year and we have several more years to go. And I think it's going to be great. I think this kind of like they said, like 2020 vision, this year was definitely an eye opener, but I want to believe that it was an eye opener for good. So if you enjoyed this podcast and you want some more, you can follow me to patreon.com slash embrace the madness and you'll get bonus episodes each week. And you'll also get a cool little postcard mailed to you each month with a different piece of art on it. And I would be stoked to have you as part of the Patreon family. So I've got to run, but I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. And I hope you have a lovely holiday and you stay safe and take care of each other. And I will catch you next week. Bye. If you'd like access to more podcasts and a postcard each month, check us out on patreon.com slash embrace the madness.